OrthoFastFacts, your quick fix in orthopaedics. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8 of OrthoFastFacts. Now we're going to digress a little bit now and talk a little bit about the etymology of some of the words we use commonly in orthopedics in day-to-day practice. Now, the fact is there are many words and we use them left, right and centre and sometimes we don't really know why we use the words we use. I think it's quite interesting to look at the etymology of some of these words and it will make you more erudite, more able to understand a bit more about the world outside of orthopedics and really understand why we use particular language in describing particular things in orthopedics and generally in musculoskeletal practice. So in this episode of Wonderful Words, and there'll be some of these scattered throughout the podcast episodes in the future, we're going to look at orthopedic tissues and look at why we use the words we use to describe the tissues that we commonly work with in orthopedics. So this is more of a a light-hearted look. Obviously, you're not going to be asked this in your exams. It's for you to just have a bit of a deeper understanding of, of what we use every day in our in our conversations and in our discussions with colleagues and patients. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be very short, and I'm doing this all in one take. Um, so if there are any errors, they're completely my own, so forgive me. Uh, but hopefully there'll be at least one or two things that you learn from this. Uh, so here goes. We're going to talk about orthopedic tissues. And in fact, before we get going, let's talk about what the word orthopedic means. Now, orthopedic is, is a neologism. Uh, well, what I mean by that is it was a word that's made up, and it was made up by Nicolas André. Nicolas André was a, a physician, and he was from Paris. And what's interesting about Nicolas André was he, he wrote this definitive book uh, entitled Orthopedia, or the Art of Correcting and Preventing Deformities in Children, etc. And it was translated from French into many languages at the time. And uh, it's, it's a classic book. It's, it's known for many things, but the two main things it's known for is the first use of the word orthopedics, um, and the other is the, the cover of the book, the frontispiece, had uh, a, a drawing on it. Uh, the drawing, the engraving, showed a straight stake um, tied to a crooked sapling, and that was a metaphor for the correction of deformities in children, and it's become the sort of emblem logo of orthopedics that we see everywhere. We see it in all the associations around the world. But he was the first to describe the word orthopedics, and he uh, used the word, um, used two words, um, and combined them together to make this new word, a neologism, uh, called orthopedics. So he said, he used the word orthos, which is from the Greek for straight or correct, and pedia, which is the rearing of children, or the bringing up of children, which comes from the root pais, P-A-I-S, which is child. And in fact, his exact words, which I'll, I'll, I'll read out to you, um, he said in the book, and this has been translated from the French, he said, as to the title, I have formed it of two Greek words, orthos, which signifies straight, free from deformity, and pedia, a child. Out of these two words, I have compounded that of orthopedia to express in one term the design I propose, which is to teach the different methods of preventing and correcting the deformities of children. There you go. Now, he was um, professor of medicine in the Royal College and senior dean of the Faculty of Physic, P-H-Y-S-I-C-K, at Paris and so um, he was very well known and this word has then 
been co-opted by our, f- our specialty and it's become the word that describes us. So it's a great, great root. Uh, it's a great origin story that it's worth knowing. So Nicola Andre uh, coined it in 1741. Uh, he lived between 1658 and 1742. So there's a bit of history for you. So from there, well, let's jump into some of the tissues that we deal with every day in orthopedics. And the first tissue we're going to look at is bone. Now, the word bone is an odd word. It comes from the old English word ban, B-A-N, which means bone or tusk or a hard animal tissue which comes from the skeleton. And the origin of that old English word is from Proto-Germanic, from the word binan, B-A-I-N-A-N. And the word binan... Um, has led to the similar words to bone present in many languages throughout Europe. Um, so in Old Saxon, there's the word ben, b-e-n. In Old Norse, there's b-e-i-n or bane. In Danish, there's ben, b-e-n. In German, there's bane, b-e-i-n. So it's a really useful word. So bone is it's just an odd word. It's worth knowing. It just means any bone, any tusk, any bit of animal tissue from, from a skeleton. And it's originally, in, in the use of English anyway, from the Old English word ban. Now, while we're sticking with bone, let's look at different parts of a bone. When we look at a long bone, we see different parts. We see the diaphysis, the metaphysis, the physis in children, and the epiphysis. And it's worth knowing what the word physis means, because that's the main component of all those words. Uh, the word physis actually means growth, and it comes from the Greek phain, P-H-Y-E-I-N, which means to make grow or to bring forth. And it has its root in this word B-H-E-U-E, and that comes from a Proto-Indo-European root, which is sort of precursor languages of all the current languages used around Europe. And we uh, abbreviate that that P-I-E, or Pi, Proto-Indo-European, or Pi. The word Bo means to exist or to grow, and that that root, uh, the Pi root, Bo, has led to a bunch of words that we use today in day-to-day language. Um, it even went into other uh, languages. So in Sanskrit, there's a word bhava, B-H-A-V-A-H, which means becoming, becoming. And um, words such as bhavati, which means to become or happen, or bhumi, which means earth or world, comes from the Sanskrit bhava. Um, in Old English, beyond, B-E-O-N, uh, is another word for, uh, it means be or being or to exist. And that's led to words such as being, becoming. Uh, in the Greek, it's fine. P-H-Y-E-I-N um, and that came from bur, and uh, that means to bring forth or to make grow and eventually became physis. There are many other words that come from that word uh, bain that includes physio, physique, physics, physic, which is the how I described Nicola Andre earlier as a doctor of physic, uh, which is a physician, P-H-Y-S-I-C-K. So great root, the pi root, bo, B-H-E-U-E. So that's the word physis, which means growth, from the Greek phain, to bring forth or to make grow. And when you add the word, uh, the, the letters dia, D-I-A, you make the word diaphysis. And dia is from the Greek for through or throughout. So it's through the growth. You can imagine um, the diaphysis takes you from one physis to the other. So it's, it's the growth uh, through which uh, the long bone grows. Um, diarrhea, by the way, uh, not any of our favorite things to have but diarrhea means through flow from rios r-h-e-o-s uh, meaning flow so it, it makes sense the, the through element anyway then you have the metaphysis and the meta is greek for after or behind or among or between 
Um, so imagine if you say amongo between, the meta is between the, the shaft of the bone and the end of the bone. And at the end of the bone, we have the epi. Physis epi is Greek for upon or in addition or after. Um, so that's really at the ends of the long bones. There are two other uh, bits, two other elements that are worth knowing, which is apo and sim. So an apo, as in an apophysis, apo means off, or from, or away from. Uh, so apophysis goes away from a bone. It's where muscles attach to the bone, such as the iliac crest apophysis or the greater trochanteric apophysis. And symphysis. Uh, sim is Greek for together. another way of saying a union and growing together so symphysis is together growth um, and you see that for example in the midline in the pelvis one last term related to bones is peri so periosteum now that has a slightly different root because the root fares from the greek osteon which means bone and obviously ost the word bone uh, is used in many parts of orthopedics such as osteochondroma osteology etc so periosteum peri is greek for around or about so periosteum is around or about the bone uh, related to periosteum is perichondrium and that takes us nicely to cartilage because the word uh, cartilage comes from um from uh, greek but also latin so it's a bit odd so when we say chondrium um, that comes from the Greek chondros, K-H-O-N-D-R-O-S, which means cartilage. The perichondrium is around or about the cartilage. But when we say the, the word cartilage, which means a firm, elastic animal tissue, that actually comes from an old French word, cartilage, which is directly from the Latin cartilaginum, which means gristle. Um, the root of that is probably a word called kratis, C-R-A-T-I-S, which means wicker or wicker work, like you would see in a wicker basket. Uh, and you can imagine the sort of structure of cartilage is like wicker being put together. Um, so that's one way of remembering it. Some more tissues, um, uh, very quickly, the only other tissues we deal with are tendon, ligament, meniscus, nerve, and disc. Uh, so tendon uh, was only really uh, constructed uh, for medical use in, in the sixth, 16th century, and it's from... Uh, Latin tenon or the Greek also tenon, T-N-O-N. The Latin verb is tendere, T-E-N-D-E-R-E, which means to stretch. Uh, Ligament comes from the 15th century and it's from the Latin ligamentum, which means a bandage or a band or a tie or a ligature. Uh, The the verb is ligare in Latin, L-I-G-A-R-E, which means to bind or to tie. Meniscus comes... um, meniscus which means crescent or crescent shaped body comes from the greek meniskos m-e-n-i-s-k-o-s which is a lunar crescent or the root actually is the word mene m-e-n-e which means moon um, so that describes it very well the word nerve um, comes from around the 15th century um, it's from the old french nerf n-e-r-f and it's directly descended from the medieval latin nervous um, which means a nerve uh, the latin word nervous also means a chord or a bowstring, like the string of a musical instrument. And, and finally, disc. Um, disc is a round, uh, approximately flat surface, um, and it comes from the Latin discus, D 
D-I-S-C-U-S, and from the Greek diskos, D-I-S-K-O-S, and, and the verb uh, from the Greek origin is dikein, D-I-K-E-I-N, which means to throw. So I, I hope that run-through of all those wonderful words that we use every day uh, is helpful. It just allows us to imagine how these words came into everyday use and how it's become part of our common language that we used to communicate with each other and with our patients. And I think it's just a really nice way of understanding some of the uh, common words we use every day, but also to have a better uh, overall knowledge when we're uh, talking to each other and, and talking in exams and, and understanding what all these wonderful words really mean. So hope that was fun and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.